welcome to the fourth episode of the Golf My First Love podcast show. I am Marissa, who will be your host of today's show. When I was a little girl at two years old, whenever we would have a family dinner or be playing board games on a Saturday evening, my parents would always joke around that instead of being tune in or involved in the family gathering, I would instead be staring off into the 18th fairway watching golfers. And ever since then, my parents always wondered, like, why is she um, looking um, on the fairway outside our window to watch golf instead of spending time with us? I feel like ever since I was two years old, it's almost like I was meant to play the game of golf at such a young age. And little did I know, after a few years later, that Tessa Ranch Golf Club would be my second home. It was the place where I basically started to get introduced to the game by a few instructors at a lot of the junior camps. And I remember Karen Tucker as one, she was the only female instructor there who basically welcomed me um, to the camp, even though I did not have a pair of golf clubs at that time. And after a few summer camps, I started to take private lessons with her where she worked with me on like swing fundamentals, um, trying to get the basic grip stance posture down, maybe do some swing drills with her after a swing video. And I felt like as a little girl, she really um, made an impact on me as in terms of trying to get a solid swing foundation. So today, um, I would like to introduce one of my first female golf coaches, Karen Tucker. Karen Tucker is currently a Class A LPGA instructor at Tustin Ranch ever since I was born, so it's been a long time. So it would be really cool to hear a little bit more about how she grew up with the game at such a young age, as a local, how were her first few years like being an LPGA golf instructor coach, because I know that her favorite group of students was definitely beginners. And what's it like to be a head coach of the modern day golf team, to be able to um, make sure all the teammates work together as one unit? So as a young child, so who introduced you to the game of golf? Is it your family? Yes. So my dad, he was a, a math and science teacher and he uh, played golf in the summers mostly and he would ask me on the weekend, hey, do you want to stay home or do you want to come walk with me? I'm going to go to the golf course and I certainly didn't want to stay home. So I went with him and after playing softball, 9 to 12 years old, um, he gave me a club while we were playing. He likes to walk and wow. it was a simple course in Michigan. but he. Uh, he said, yeah, give it a try, right? <laughs> yeah. And when you're a kid, things don't seem that hard with sports exactly. as much uh, mm -hmm. when you're used to doing some other sports. So he gave me his club, and the ball was on the ground, and I just ripped at it like a home run, like softball. <laughs> and it went up in the air, and he lost it. He was all excited, right? Oh, wow. So he, he was like, here, do it again, do it again, right? <laughs> so then when your dad gets excited about something, then you're definitely going to you know, do it again. Mm -hmm. So I kept doing it, and then he got so excited he went to the pro shop and started asking the pro, hey, will you watch my daughter, you know, I'll take her to the range. And I didn't know what was going on. I just thought he was kind of crazy in the moment, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. But he's the one that took me out on the golf course and, you know, we walked around for a good four or five holes before he even thought about giving me the club. Mm -hmm. But uh, after I hit it, it was like, 
oh, you should you should try for the team. He got too excited, you know. Oh wow! And that wasn't until I was fourteen, going into high school, that summer before. Gotcha. So that's mm-hmm. when everything started to happen. Oh, that's pretty cool. So um, when you picked up a club right off the start, do you feel like um, golf was, did you have like the natural hand-eye coordination when you first like hit a few balls or do you feel like you had to have like a couple lessons for that when your dad came I, I certainly wasn't uh, a standard go to your golf lesson and start that way. That's mm-hmm. not my you know history at all. So for me to become an instructor, I can understand all those other prior juniors and kids and people that didn't have it before but yes mm-hmm. to your answer I after softball and hand-eye coordination being uh, utilized so much I mm-hmm. always tell all of my students now that all the sports are very helpful for golf mm-hmm. and not to keep them from that opportunity oh, I see. and yeah. uh, I had even one kid last week about rock climbing and things I'm like whatever mm-hmm. gets his energy up Mm-hmm. I'll be happy to uh, appreciate that in the sport, right? So, oh, yes, okay. as soon as I went out and played with him, that hand-eye coordination with softball, I didn't think about the ball at all. I just swiped at it. Swamped just at kept it, yeah. trying, and it just kept mm-hmm. magically going up in the air, right? Wow, that's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so you kind of, like, motivate yourself to, like, keep them in your balls. Yeah, I mean, when that's you awesome. think that you're good at something and mm-hmm. people are excited around you, it mm-hmm. kind of gives you a little bit of motivation, right? Definitely, So, yeah, yeah mm-hmm. that really sparked a whole interest that I would never have done you really have to have a special person or opportunity to have golf mm-hmm. in your life, right? Oh, and your dad was like your number one motivator at the time. Oh, like at the time, moving. definitely. <laughs> yes, I mean, he yeah. doesn't, he didn't really talk a whole lot and mm-hmm. try to push me into anything, mm-hmm. you know, a lot. So for him to speak up and be excited and want to push me in a direction, mm-hmm. I thought, wow, I probably should do this, right? Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> anything at mm-hmm. that point because I hadn't even played nine holes yet. Oh, I so see. So he didn't yeah. take me out to play, per se. Mm-hmm. He just thought it was cool that I could even get the ball up in the air, right? Gotcha, yeah. And at the time, uh, we didn't have a lot of time to get lessons and do these things, but mm-hmm. when the golf team came about in high school and they, they started to uh, ask about know signups mm-hmm. I was like oh my dad wants me to do this I better do this right <laughs> so I did it and then the coach uh, asked a group of freshmen coming in uh, how many times do you play golf once a week once a month once a year and about four out of the you know six freshmen we all circled zero we had never played right yeah. and he had lost it the coach was like ah and now being a coach now too I'm like, oh, brother, here we go. <laughs> I, I know exactly where they're all coming from, and mm-hmm. it just seems like a big journey uh, to perform. But I, I get surprised all the time by players mm-hmm. and even myself what we accomplished. And nice. that first year, our team went to state. And oh, that's awesome. That we could get the scores down and yes, do it yeah. made mm-hmm. a big difference. That's really cool. Question, tell me a little bit more about your college golf experience and like the type of like knowledge or like moments that you felt like were memorable. College was uh, definitely trying on my mental side of the game, right? oh, yeah. as well as definitely. my performance level to be expected. It was mm-hmm. a lot of pressure, mm-hmm. and I had never had that kind of pressure through high school. It came natural. I, I didn't have a lot of competitors. There weren't a lot of girls that were um, that I had to worry about in high school, but in college, they're coming from all over, and now you're oh, yeah. thrown together. And plus you want to get your homework done and, and mm-hmm. everything like that. So when I got up to college, um, 
that's when I felt the most pressure in my golf game to be good. And that's when I started to take more lessons. That's when I started to get more information from all kinds of, you know, golf instructors and my coach. And I, I do have to admit, after all that, I was playing my worst at that stage, having pressure, information, expectation. It just all kind of blew up a little bit. And I had to make a decision you know, early on. I would say in the first six months, I was up there. This is a golf college. I'm there to be a professional mm -hmm. and get a business marketing degree. Mm -hmm. And I was out playing by myself. And my story, my funny story, is that I hit a... Uh, hit a really bad shot. I was kind of frustrated through the whole thing. I was out playing by myself, and it was the golf course of college. And I hit the shot, and I decided, this is it. I am not going to do this. I'm going to go home. Like, I shouldn't be here. Aww. How can I be a golf pro, mm -hmm. you know, and play this horrible, mm -hmm. right? And all I could think about was packing up my stuff and going home and then not getting the marketing degree, not traveling the country, you know, for internships that they offered, not, you know, not playing golf hardly at all. I thought about all the bad stuff and I thought, oh my God, I said, that sounds really bad. That sounds worse yeah. than staying, oh, yeah. right? Exactly. So then yeah. I'm like, well, I'm just going to hit another shot. And because <laughs> I had a shot in front of me, mm -hmm. I'm like, well, what if I just hit another ball? How about I just do that and see how it yeah. goes, right? Mm -hmm. I ripped it down the middle. And I'm like, you know awesome. what? I think I'm going to stay. <laughs> I'm going to keep going, you All know? Right. And, and it's nice that your whole life path, if it's mm -hmm. just hit another shot mm -hmm. and see what happens, it kind of worked out just fine. Yeah, and awesome. uh, mm -hmm. then it just kept me going. And, and so golf's always taken me. Uh, to the best places, mm -hmm. and uh, I just kind of, you know, work with that. Mm -hmm. So that's awesome. Kept me going in college. Yeah, right? so the next cool. shot to see what. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I do believe that sometimes, like in golf, you're gonna have ups and downs, and like some you're gonna have some bad shots. But I feel like it's how you handle them yourself. Like instead of like getting upset and you know saying like, "Oh, my college career is over," you kind of like pick yourself back up, and then you kind of recover from that. That was pretty cool to hear. Definitely. Moment there. Yeah. Moment, right. And then yes. Work it out from there, and mm -hmm. and from college team stuff, that's where you make your best friends and oh yeah and things mm -hmm. like that. I mean, they're gonna be for me. It was the sisterhood. But it's also not perfect. There's a lot of, you know, sisters that make you crazy and oh, yeah. make you feel bad about certain things and test mm -hmm. your every angle. You're with them more than the other, you know, other people that you're up against. Oh, definitely. Yeah. So there's there's moments there too, but at least, you know, get that next shot and see what happens. Mm -hmm. You know, it's yeah. always part of the philosophy. Oh, yeah. That's very cool. Did you make the traveling team your freshman year when you were first on, like, the college team? Yes, yes. And, uh that uh, particular aspect, you know, I'm, I'm 20 years older than you, so oh, there's crazy. Uh, yeah, that, <laughs> yeah, there's wow. a whole lot of uh, room there for me to uh, <laughs> be okay on the team, and, mm -hmm. and so the expectations, you know, are greater at different colleges, and mm -hmm. I, didn't, I didn't feel that pressure when I got there oh, uh, I to, uh, you know, uphold or not make that part of the team, so I think as you know how to handle more pressure at a younger age, you can graduate to those other, you know, levels and, and just know how to handle what you're saying. Right? Oh, definitely. So, yeah, I was on the team. I, I worked my way up to captain and oh, wow. uh, had that experience. And mm -hmm. that was a different experience. Now I'm I'm kind of trying to make sure the morale is there, right? Yes, and yeah. That was a navigation itself. College is a little different, mm -hmm. right? You've got all kinds of different things happening. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah, college is like a time where you, like, self-explore yourself, trying to figure, like, 
um, what's right for you. Like, um, even if you're part of like a college golf team, just making sure like you're still part of one another. Try to not get too much into like, your drama of it. Yeah, I mean, there could be drama, there could be jokes. I mean, we played a few tricks on each other, and some of them worked out, and some of them didn't. And, oh, yes. uh, so, and sometimes I did something, and and something said, and it was all you know. New things are happening, mm-hmm. so you don't, uh, you can't, you can't always uh, try to you know, act your way out of something that you don't know anything about. But it was, it was all you know. I always kept everything at a comfortable level for myself, mm-hmm. but. It can be interesting to be a part of something at a higher, more adult level. Oh, yes, definitely. All right, so after college, was it your dream to become an LPGA instructor, or did you want to play on tour, like, between those two? So those are the two main avenues, right, to be Mm -hmm. an instructor or to... And that wasn't my option when I got to college. Those weren't my two main ones, actually. But college is there to develop your business marketing degree, and your ability to maintain a business and, and manage. So when I went through the classes at Ferris State University and the golf program there, your uh, you know, speaking and your ability to uh, you know, manage the budget and all these things to run a small business, that's what they were trying to teach me. So the avenue was to become a head golf professional or director of golf at a facility so you can manage a small business and run the pro shop. It didn't even mention the teaching aspect when I went to college. Oh, wow. I never knew So that. <laughs> uh, I didn't even really know that that was a full-time job until my last internship. That's mm-hmm. when I really got excited. Oh. So it wasn't until the end of my college career that I thought, oh, wow, this is a job. I could, I could do this, too. <laughs> yeah. Right? It was just part of that. Mm-hmm. And back in my day, the uh, director of golf or the head pro was a teacher, mostly, mm-hmm. to the, a lot of the places that I worked at. But it wasn't the case for some others. Mm-hmm. So they would hire instructors to be there, right? So I was learning that as I went to internships, who was teaching and who was running the shop and what, you know, which direction to go in. And there's so many mm-hmm. now. There's so many directions as a PGA or LPGA professional to go in. Mm-hmm. So it's nice at that time, I hadn't realized, but at your time, in any college level, um, person would kind of uniquely find your niche. They always talk about that. Uh, what you really like to do the most and kind of stay in that and become the best at that. Mm-hmm. Uh, that still holds true 20 years ago. So oh, now, wow. Right? Mm-hmm. But for me, I, I had so many interests and golf really pulls you in a lot of different directions mm-hmm. that it's nice to explore for a while. Oh, right? definitely. Yeah. yeah. That's what's college for. <laughs> Again, with the other question, I'm coming back to it. Yes. Okay. So being a teacher, no, that was my first thing that I thought I would get into. Mm-hmm. Although at the end of it, I was like, thought they were celebrities, these instructors, <laughs> I would watch them teach, and I thought, wow, this is the way to go, they're outside the pro shop, I like mm-hmm. to be outside, not inside, oh, yes, you know, yeah. business, I wasn't mm-hmm. into that, all of us golf professionals that I see rarely, you know, go towards the business side, it's mm-hmm. just something we're kind of lured into, right, it's got some stability there, but the, um, the LPGA playing side, when I was playing in college, uh, I didn't even think about becoming a player until I was introduced to more golf tournaments after college uh, through the through the private clubs that I worked at and uh, get invited to things, right, to play. And, and then I thought that is a realm to you know, go into, but then it became very, um, I want to say, independent, quiet uh, path to choose just to play. Like it's a lot of traveling. You really have to have your backing mm-hmm. and things like that. It's not just something you can just sign up, you can just pay for a tournament, but 
I needed people that could back me up on that. Oh yeah, I wasn't. Uh, I wasn't. You know, trained in my head for that. I was mm -hmm. trained to run a business, and Gosh. I was. Mm -hmm. And my I came from a family of teachers. I mean, my mom oh, was wow. a principal of elementary school. My dad was a math and science physics teacher. Mm -hmm. I mean, we were all talkers, and we were all oh, yeah. inclusive, <laughs> and we like to talk about things that are happening and mm -hmm. and share it with everybody. So it didn't occur to me to just do that. But it was always cool to see that I could do that. You right? could do that. Yeah. Uh, that's pretty cool. What was your first internship held at? Um, when you mentioned like you had like interned like many places. And yes, yeah. yes. So being from Michigan, um, I had my first internship. I went to the director of the program, and they had this huge binder full of facilities all over the nation that you can go through and check off. And and being a woman in the program or a girl at the time, I was only six out of the three hundred boys in the professional golf management program. Oh wow! And uh, I was. I was only two hours from my home. It was up in northern Michigan, mm -hmm. but you know, being up in the program, it was being part of a fraternity, mainly oh, yeah. <laughs> a sorority. So mm -hmm. when I was choosing my internships, I also had to choose where I would live and who I would live with. And mm -hmm. there were never any women, you know, girls that I could go with. Mm -hmm. uh, and that, but you know, I was old enough to make those decisions, so it bothered me. But it was in Huntsville, Alabama, Huntsville Country Club, mm -hmm. where the accents were so thick I could not hear everything that I needed to do when people were asking me to hurry up and do something, right? And that's what you have to do as a first year is mm -hmm. work in the bag room, do the card barn, do all the grunt work, you know, behind the scenes stuff. And mm -hmm. it was a very beautiful uh, country club, but uh, it was funny, you know, that I couldn't hear, you know, Mr. Johnson's clubs with a very thick accent, you know, oh, that I, I worked see. with just yeah. one person I worked with. I couldn't understand it very well. And it was always tough to hurry up and do something you're not sure what to do. Oh, I know. Yeah, <laughs> <Right>? definitely. <laughs> but yeah. yeah, that was where I first learned about, you know, merchandiser of the year. I worked for our president of the section, you know, after that, mm -hmm. more country clubs and, and how much they give back to the association that we worked with, the PGA wow, and the cool. PGA. Mm -hmm. And they were uh, very good at what they did and how to fold a sweater perfect and how <laughs> to, you know, I learned how to ride those range carts and, mm -hmm. and have everybody aim at you and want to smash the range cart. Oh, no. you know? It was pretty funny. Oh, yeah. wow. All that grunt work. So now when I work at somewhere, whenever I do something, I know exactly what I need to do to get mm -hmm. what I need or how to how something works so I know how much time it takes. You know, you can't just mm -hmm. expect things to run around quickly. Yeah, definitely. And how did you hear about Tustin Ranch Golf Club um, after your internship or like as a job here? So I have had many internships before and uh, I completed my PGA credentials and I traveled a lot. Mm -hmm. And when I worked at the Vintage Club in Indian Wells, I, I was getting my life becoming a family and marriage and mm -hmm. things like that. And wow. And once you start to partnership with somebody, then you want to figure out where you want to work together and live mm -hmm. together. And, and since I had traveled so much, mm -hmm. I was looking around for different places. I was working in Indian Wells a good you know, hours and hours away from here, yes. but the association of programs that you get into, the LPGA, the PGA, they have such an incredible network of uh, resources and say the, uh, the website alone to offer jobs and things when you're looking for things. So I asked my buddy that I was working with, hey, you know, is there anything in you know, Huntington Beach, Orange County, Southern California, 
And, you know, I was clueless to use these resources right away, mm -hmm. but uh, I was working in such a great place. And he just gets online, do, 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 and he looks on the PGA website, pop, 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 and he says, look it, it's right there, Tustin Ranch, da, da, da. Interview, <laughs> da, 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 send your information in. And mm -hmm. so I, I literally did as much as I could do, as quickly as I could, mm -hmm. to uh, get this position out here, because it was in the right area that I wanted. Oh, yeah. And, uh, but I really didn't know much about it. Mm -hmm. And uh, my uh, director at the time, who is a, always a nice to have your director as your mentor, uh, somebody that's in charge of everything, that's been mm -hmm. around the block, right? Mm -hmm. I had asked him what I should do. He's like, hey, you just need to get something, right? Just, mm -hmm. just get something in the area that you want, and you can go around and really know what you want after that, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. I had no idea that when I had applied and when I got the job here, that mm -hmm. this would be much better than most any other oh, around, yes, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So when I got here and, and started teaching, I thought, well, this is really great. I didn't even bother looking at Right? So I've been here 15 years, and, and the more I look around, the more I'm like, wow, this is pretty special, right? Oh, that's yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty cool. I know, like when um, I was a student of yours, you mentioned that you love teaching beginners and like you love teaching them the fundamentals of golf, like getting them started, um, and all that. Um, what are some drills that you would give to them when they're just like beginning the game, like a brand new set of golf clubs? I would say. Oh, I know. There's <laughs> so much. All the beginners that I see now, there's uh, if they look by themselves, mm -hmm. it's very overwhelming, right? Yeah. I mean, it's you want to keep things as simple for people as possible mm -hmm. at the beginner stage. And for me, um, being able to make it fun mm -hmm. as well and comfortable, that seems to be the whole highlighted thing about the beginners. Oh, yeah. Right? So, you know, budget, how much do they want to spend, how determined they are. I mean, I, I know a lot of wealthy people from the places that I've worked for, my clients, and they still, you know, depending on their determination of how much they want to stick in the game, mm -hmm. they, they only need to spend $250 for a full set now, right? Yes. Yeah. And, uh, but if they are going to be at a wonderful private club and they're determined to keep this game throughout the rest of their life, their mm -hmm. husband is on board, this is what they want for themselves, mm -hmm. then they spend more for the quality, right? Gotcha. But uh, a drill for them to do, well, I think, again, depending on their budget, it's an expensive sport. Yes. So yeah, I think expensive. we have to be aware of you know, how they can you know, progress. Progress, and, uh, correct, yeah. What are, their, what are their comfortable ways to progress? For mm -hmm. some people, it is about you know being in a group environment and having their friends around them. So oh, yeah. the clinics mm -hmm. and, and things like that, mm -hmm. I encourage them to take classes you know, mm -hmm. that are less expensive. Um, but for those that are focused, that want things right away and efficiently, then the individual lessons are the way to go. Gotcha. And then yeah. they can again kind of reach out or find somebody they're comfortable with. As a beginner, they need to get their basics from a golf professional. Mm -hmm. Uh, because they can hurt themselves as a sport, right? Yeah, and definitely. as a woman, it's very important their wrists and their hands aren't mm -hmm. you know, banging the ground as much mm -hmm. as possible. And guys can have a problem with that sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but we have to be a little bit more aware of our juniors and our women. And uh, if they have a motion that they can do, but they're not very good at it, mm -hmm. uh, then the drill that I like the most is... Uh, keeping their feet together, eliminating more moving parts, mm -hmm. letting them oh, learn yeah. how to twist and use their arms and hands and coordinate with that club to mm -hmm. swing a little bit on a small half and half pitch. Mm -hmm. um, 
it's a, a grip training aid, you know. They have a grip training aid with mm -hmm. the club itself, something mm -hmm. higher too, more lofted. Most mm -hmm. people are always grabbing a seven iron to teach and oh, yeah. I don't do that. I'm more of a nine or you know, I might graduate to an eight for for a woman, mm -hmm. even for the guys. I mean, nobody's got a full swing that's working very well mm -hmm. in the beginning stages, right? But uh, but yeah, I guess they'll put feet together for a, a person that has a partial swing just so they know how stable they have to be in center. Mm -hmm. And uh, with one part of the body going versus the both parts the other one. Oh, okay. So teaching them like the base, like the basic like swing move, as opposed to like not introducing like the full swing yet would be never. Yeah, I mean, I have to I, now that I work at the resort. Sometimes I only see somebody once a year, let's say, or mm -hmm. if I see somebody, I'll have a group that just wants to learn how to hit. Mm -hmm. I will gradually, you know, see depending on their sports history, mm -hmm. right? If they can make moves and kind of acclimate it to that, if they have that baseball background or softball. But uh, I'll start with the, the grip is the hardest thing. Try and make it simple, oh, yeah. like a baseball grip. You know, mm -hmm. they don't, they can't do the complex stuff. Then move into the uh, posture, make sure they're athletic, right? Mm -hmm. And if they're athletic and they're they're not swaying and moving all over the place, then we'll start the back and through twisting motion and how to come back to the ball. The ball, of course. Yeah, yeah. but for me, if it's if it's just fast and crazy, then their wrists and their swing can really create some. Oh, definitely. Like your ball flight's inconsistent. Yeah, you can't, your you know, back play. is involved. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I'm in the older stages with people, right? The yeah. kids don't care. They have a good time, but still. Speaking of these awesome swing tips for beginner golfers, thank you, Karen Tucker, for the interview today. I really appreciate all your time and help. Looking forward to see how you do in your next LPGA tournament in 2020. Thank you for listening to Golf My First Love podcast. Don't forget to subscribe to our show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Don't forget to leave us a note on our Facebook page. Be sure to like the page as well. On next week's show, you will hear me talk with John McDowell, who is also a Class A PGA professional at Henry Button Golf Academy who absolutely loves teaching both adults and juniors, which I find pretty cool, and is going to give us a couple tips on how to do a pre-shot routine, not only on the range, but how you can apply this skill on the golf course well in order to stay committed to every shot to drop those scores. Thank you, and we will see you next week.